0: You're listening to Refreshing the Soul podcast, where soul care is self-care. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams, and this month we are refreshing the anxious soul. You know, anxiety is that feeling of fear, dread, uneasiness, inner turmoil, is being troubled with cares. And I don't know if you knew this, but more women deal with anxiety than men why is that why as women do we deal with more fear dread uneasiness inner turmoil than men you know i had to look at myself and think about me as far as why i dealt with anxiety and i realized you know just over the years i would stuff my worries my cares and my soul and put on this superwoman attitude You know, I would smile even though I may have felt overwhelmed, worried, hurt in my soul. And I realized I felt like I needed to be all things to all people. I had to uphold this image and I was afraid to let them down. And I I believe a lot of women, a lot of people are, are like that. And there's something about this place of being vulnerable when we need help or when we're hurt that we can be afraid to go to because we latched onto this idea of who we have to be and who we can't be, right? So what I have found is to find this vulnerable, safe place in God, this secret, this hiding place in him where I literally pour out all of my worries, all of my concerns to him and there's actually a verse that's, that says, 1 Peter in 5, 7, the Passion Translation says, Pour out all your worries and stress upon Him and leave them there, for He always tenderly cares for you. I love that it says to pour out to Him, but also to leave them there. Because we could be so good at picking it up, allowing the thought to nestle in our soul, and though, yes, the thought and the feeling may come back up, we have the power and authority to say, hey, no, I gave this to God. I'm leaving it with him because he cares for me. And so I think it's just so important that we find that place in him. We release our worries that could be stored up in our soul because in exchange, God will give us peace. Peace It's not it's not found in. Everything going well in, in our outward condition, our environment at calm, at rest. No, peace is found in God who lives inside of us. So we have to start with us. I have to start with me, and you have to start with you. So in this episode, I sit down with a woman who had the six figure career, the parking space with her name on it, the family, but she had no peace. She had inner turmoil. She had uneasiness and unrest in her soul. And so she had to learn how to start over by starting with herself. Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson, lovingly called Dr. PBJ by her community, she's an educator of 21 years, a coach for more than 10 years, and a close friend to heart workers. With her podcast, Heartwork with PBJ, and her HeartWork Academy, she is on a mission of disrupting burnout for people who do their work from the heart. Here's my conversation with Dr. PBJ. All right, I'm here sitting with Dr. PBJ. Thank you so much and welcome to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm so honored for you to be here.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation. I have been reading your devotional and you listen, you just don't know. You don't know what a blessing. So I am equally honored to be in this space with you today.
0: Wow. Wow. That's so precious. And I know when I saw you tag me on Facebook that you got my book, I was like, oh my goodness, this girl did not. That's so special. I appreciate that. And I, do pray that you are blessed by it. Well, you know, I know that you are, you know, an educator, you've been an educator for over, what, like 20 years, you're a coach. Mm -hmm you're a podcast host of your your podcast Heartwork with Dr. PBJ yes. but and you're CEO of your own company right yes. it's called yes. Educare Training and Consulting LLC that's exciting but i want everyone to know how i know you how i met you so there's another Patrice yes She's Washington redefining wealth podcast she has books out she has a program called Purpose to Platform And I met you there. I knew you there. I don't think we ever really spoke, but we were were all called sisters in E2P program. That was a 12-week program. And then she has a program called Command the Stage, which we're both a part of again. So I noticed, Dr. PBJ, the way that you stood out to me was in the homework assignment she gave Mm -hmm. for the aha moment. Yeah, I think it was the aha moment. And you said that, I think you were working at a job. I don't know if it was for 15 years or how long, but you said that you was just so burnt out that you went to your car and you quit. You just quit. It was a six figure job. So let's start with your story. Let's start with that. Like what happened?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So all the things, right, working in higher education colleges and universities for over 20 years and in ministry with my husband and just serving and doing what we feel like the Lord has called us to do. Mm -hmm. And I have to tell you that it almost took me out. Wow. It almost took me out. I'll never forget that day. It was August 2019. Wasn't that long ago. I remember driving to work in tears. I remember driving to work in tears, got myself together, spruced myself up, went into the building, greeted everybody, hugging students, saying good morning. And it was all I could do to get to my office and close that door. I had just pulled into the parking space with my name on it. I walked into the corner office with all the beautiful flowers and everything going on. And inside that beautiful corner office, I thought I was losing my mind. Mm. I remember gripping the edge of the desk just to brace myself because Mm -hmm. all I wanted to do was crawl under that desk and lay in the fetal position. But I I held myself back from doing that because I didn't want anybody to find me there. I didn't think I would have the strength to get out of there. Mm. I felt trapped. I felt trapped. I needed to leave But I knew if I opened that door, there would be a student who had a need or a staff member with a question or a colleague who wanted to have a chat. And I literally had nothing left. I had nothing left. I had taught people that I could be everything to all people. And they believed me. Mm. They believed me. So throughout, and it wasn't just in that place in that year, but it had built up. Over years and over my career and I ignored all the signs because keep pushing. I got it. How you doing? I'm fine. I got it. I can handle it. I'm a I'm a professional. I'm good at my career. I'm strong. I'm a strong woman. This is what we do. We don't you know, we don't fall. We can handle it. I got the shoulders for it and literally got to the point that my body said, no, ma'am, that's it. I knew that it was either the job or me. In that moment, in that moment, I knew. I knew that I had to make a hard decision. It had got to the point that my mind, my spirit, my body, since I had lost critical relationships, Mm. I'm still rebuilding relationships with family members who I was too busy for. My health, regaining my health, And literally thought I was losing my mind. So I walked away. Walked away something that I would never do. From people that I love. Students that I love. A profession that I love. I never knew if I would be able to do it again. Because you don't do that. You don't just quit. But I had no other choice. And for five months. I just sat. Five months. No other income. No other job. Just sat. And in those five months, I took the time to discover what got me there, but also how to get out of it. And God just ministered to my soul. So that's where everything that I'm doing now comes from. I'm back at work. And guess what? The work hasn't changed, but I did. That's right. (laughs) The work hasn't changed. It's the same, but I've changed. So now I know that I'm called to heart workers. I'm called to people who do their work from the heart, not for the accolades, not for the promotion, not for the money, but because we know we're called to it. We are called to it. And I know the cost. I know the cost of doing your work from the heart and what it takes to really sow and really give and really support and help people. It costs you something. Mm-hmm. And how often do we give, give and give and never refill and never refuel? Mm-hmm. So in this season of my life, God has called me to support and minister to people who give and give and give to other people, but never refill their own tanks. It starts with you.
0: Yeah.
1: It starts with you.
0: Yeah. And that man. Wow. Okay. So I just want to back up. That's, that's such a, I'm telling what you just said. I feel like it's the sentiments of a lot of people's hearts. Mm. They are, they have built an image around people, what they feel like they have to be, but they're dying inside. Ooh. And they, and it's something with the people pleasing. And I feel like people are, they're just going in these these cycles and afraid to get out of it because they're afraid of the people they're going to let down. Mm. They're afraid of what they will look like or what people will think about them. So just even in that right there, I just want to minister to the, the person who feels what you just said. Yeah. And if you don't stop, if you don't find a way to stop, it's going to come to a place where you don't, like you said, I had no choice. You had no choice. And I think it feels that way in the beginning where it's like, I have to be this for people. I have to, I have to be this, but we have a choice. We have a choice. And like you said, it does start with us. And we can be those things for other people when we're full. Yeah. Love that you said you're in a season where you're able to support and fill others, but it's because you're full now. Nothing has changed, but you're full now. So I want to go back to, you said something about the signs, you were ignoring the signs. So that whole, so just so that people know, Dr. PBJ, she helps disrupt the cycles of burnout. She wants people, she works with people who, who love doing what they're doing, but just to help them not lose that passion by not getting burned out. And so, so many times we ignore signs. We ignore the things that's going on within our souls. We either ignore it, ignore it. We void it or we numb it. Yeah. So I want to know what, so what were the signs? What were the things that were like telling you? This is not right. This is too much. Like, what were you going through? Absolutely. Yeah,
1: you're exactly right. So it starts with overwhelm. Overwhelm is the whisper. Mm -hmm. You know, your thoughts are scattered. You can't focus. You're always busy, caught in busy. Somehow we've glorified busy, like busy equals success. And that is not the truth. Busy does not equal success. I'm actually more productive now and less busy. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> more productive, but less busy. So overwhelm is the whisper. Burnout is the demand. Mm-hmm. Either you choose to listen to the whisper or you will have to bow to the demand.
0: Wow.
1: There were so many whispers throughout the years, mm-hmm. so many whispers throughout the years. Some of those whispers were my own child, my husband, those closest to me mm-hmm. saying, we, we miss you. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're always busy. You always you got to go again. You have something else. Some of the other whispers were in my body. Literally, I remember doing all the things, working all the hours, getting home. Let me make dinner. Let me clean up. By the time I sat down, Mm. I was asleep in a moment. Mm. And my husband, he would literally he said he could count down the time I sat on a couch or sat on the side of the bed. It was over. It was like you shut down your computer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My body was done and this was nightly. Wow. This was every night. My rest was disruptive. I would sleep, but not rest Mm -hmm. because I was constantly thinking about all the things that I needed to do and the things that I felt like I didn't get to. Mm -hmm. So even though I would try to sleep, my mind never stopped. Wow. I never stopped. And I ignored all of those signs. Wow. I ignored all of those signs. And those were the whispers trying to get my attention to say, slow down, check in, check in. Because just because it's a good thing doesn't mean it's a God thing. Even working in purpose. Yes. Even working in purpose, you can be overwhelmed and lead to burnout. Think about the number of ministers who walk away from the ministry or who lose their families, or who have strokes, or heart attacks. Think about counselors who need a counselor, yeah, or social workers who need social workers. And we get to this place where we feel like I must not be working in purpose, because it can't be this hard. Yeah, I must be created to do something else. But it's not that you're created to do something else. It's how you're doing what you're yes,
0: doing. That's what I, okay, that's what I want to talk to you about. um, Dr. P. J. because I literally just tapped into this. So this in this season, you know, I have, I just started this podcast. I was in P2P. That's a 12 week program. I'm in command the stage. I have three kids. I have a full-time job. I work in ministry. I'm going to tell you, I've always wanted to stay away from being too, too busy. Cause I'm the type of person, I will say yes to everything and then I'll get burnt out. And so in this season, God has strategically, Put me in, in this place of where all these things that I'm doing, I'm supposed to do it. Okay. That's one thing I know. I'm in purpose. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But at the beginning of this year, he told me with my podcast, he said, show up three times a week. That's it. He said, three times a week. He gave me the way how to do it. But I began to start looking from the left and to the right and saying, you know what? I should be showing up more, man. I should, I should post just a little bit more. So I start posting a little bit more. Next thing you know, I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting, I'm like, why am I overwhelmed? Why am I so frustrated? And God said, he said, I never gave you grace to show up for more than three times a week. So it's either one, you're either not doing what you're supposed to be doing or you're not doing it the way he told you to do it. And so a lot of times people, we have to slow down and come back and say, number one, is everything on my plate? Is it what God put there? Yeah. And number two, if it is what he he put there, am I doing it the way he told me to do it? Have I sat with God for him to tell me, okay, God, you're telling me to do this. So that means I have grace to do these things. But what is your way? Because in my yeah. mind, I'm going to tell you just hearing all the things that I do in my mind, logically, it's like, I can't, uh, this naturally I should be burnt out. Yeah. But God's way. When we tap into his instruction and we follow it, I'm going to tell you right now, girl, when you said less, you do less, but you're getting more done. Du- I feel like I'm doing less. But I'm getting more done and yeah. energy at the yes. end of my day. Come on. Come on. Energy at the end of my day. Because you have
1: grace for that. Yes. You're staying in your lane of grace. Yes. And when we stay in our lane of grace, see, that's the thing. We put our, our human with his super. And we, yes. <laughs> when you go into burnout, you're trying to be super all by yourself. <clears throat> And it's not possible. Wow. It's not possible for us to be super by ourselves. But when obedience is better than sacrifice, when we stay in obedience, one, that means I recognize that it's not coming from me. Yes. I know that I'm just the vessel, I'm just the transportation. It's not about PBJ. It's not about me, but it's about a willing vessel that he can use in the earth to accomplish his will. And see, when I get it all twisted up and think it's me and in me and that I am producing it, that's when I get overwhelmed and lead (laughs) to burnout because in and of myself, I can't handle it. I can't be and do any of the things that I was created to do in and of myself, Mm -hmm. but his spirit lives in me. Dang and when is. I align my flesh with his spirit and I avail myself to what he wants, then he can work and he does the work. That's why you can still have energy. Yeah. That's why you can keep pushing. That's why you can keep serving because it's not your strength. That's it. That's it's it? not your strength.
0: That's yeah. it. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, so this month that's, we're dealing with the anxious soul, refreshing the anxious soul. And, you know, that anxiety, it's really people who you're fearing some sort of outcome. You're worrying. But that if you're worried and you're anxious and you're fearful, then it's something it's because it's something you think you have to do. Yeah. You're not trusting or leaning on God. So yeah. we've been just walking through that this week, but when you said that, I mean, through this month, but then when you said that, I was just thinking, I said, that's the place that I believe the anxious soul need to be f- refreshed in is knowing that you're not doing this all by yourself. And if you begin to start feeling worry, if you begin to start feeling fear, then you need to remind yourself, wait a minute. No, God is in me. Greater is he that is in me, greater. right? Than me that's in the world. So let me not try to be in this world by myself. Let me allow the greater that is in me to work through me. I, taking the pressure off of me, I heard someone say this, take the pressure off of you and put the pressure on God. Mm. I don't have to work. God has to figure this out. Come God on. has to do this. I'm just going to do whatever he tells me to do.
1: And go back to rest. Yes. Because when you, when you fall, when we... When we, not just you, because I do it myself. When you fall into anxiety, when you fall into worry, you have left your place of rest. And I have to be honest that I, I have had to and continue to learn what it means to work and rest. Yes, Because those things didn't feel like they go together. So Mm -hmm. I didn't Mm -hmm. understand. I thought it was all work in order for me to do what I'm called to do is all work, but I'm learning how to work and rest. You know, I had a situation this very week. So God gave me the opportunity to be a commencement speaker at a college graduation. And sis, I'll have to be honest with you. I wrestled. Mm -hmm. I wrestled. I didn't rest. I was anxious. I was all over the place. I had two or three speeches. Like, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? Just just wrestled with it because I felt the weight of it, right? It was something that I've never done before. And I took on that weight. Mm -hmm. It was literally in the moment I was sitting on the stage, they were getting ready to introduce me. And in my spirit, I said, God, I give it to you. And he mm-hmm. said, Don't say that on your iPad. Don't say that. Say this. Wow. And I got up with no notes. Wow. And said what he told me to say. Mm. And people haven't started, they haven't stopped yet responding mm-hmm. and sending messages, not because of me. That's it. Not because of me. If I would have done what I thought I was supposed to do, it would not have been what the people needed. Yes. I am still learning. Go back. When you find yourself anxious, Mm -hmm. when whatever your, I call it your tail, Mm T-E-L-L, whatever your tail is, your symptom, your sign. You know, for me, I have a running playlist in my head all the time. I'm always singing. And it comes out sometimes without me realizing I am always singing. When I lose my song, I know I've left my place of rest. Wow. I know I've left. I know. And if I wake up a couple of days, like, wait a minute, there's, there's no song in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, Patrice, check yourself mm-hmm. because you have left your place of rest. Wow. So we've got to acknowledge and yeah. know, recognize the signs. But then once we recognize the sign, we got to go back. Yeah. Do something about it. Don't just recognize it. Yeah. Stop yeah. and do something about it. Go back to that place of rest.
0: That's good. That's so, yeah. so good. What is your tell? What is the what thing is tell? that tells on you that says you out, you're out of alignment, you're out of rest. Now yeah. I, w- I want to dig into something a little bit more because that whole grinding, that whole busyness and the place of we, how we start coming to anxiety. I believe I know for me sometimes maybe we have never seen what it looks like for someone to be at rest maybe we have grown up in an environment where that's all we saw mm-hmm. was work 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 all mm-hmm. I I I'm I'm gonna be honest with you when I go back to my childhood and I think about it I don't think I ever seen my dad take a vacation I don't think I he never missed church and I'm not saying that that's rest but as far as taking care of the soul, taking care of yourself, that starting with yourself, I never saw that. So Mm -hmm. I never knew it was a thing. And so I remember you, you were talking about, I was listening to one of your podcasts about an invisible backpack and my invisible backpack, I had to take out, I want you to talk about what this is, but I had to take out what I saw my parents do and say, that don't work for me. That's not going to allow me to go forward. Like that's not good for me. So explain what this invisible backpack is.
1: Yes. So everybody has an invisible backpack. I have (laughs) mine on, you have yours on. We put it on every day, every single person. And in this invisible backpack is every experience, every lesson we've learned, every word that we've heard and received, everything that we walk through in our life is in our invisible backpack. And what happens is that backpack determines how we interact with people, how we serve people, but also how we live. And when we do this well, one, we got to recognize we have a backpack. Two, we have to spring clean that thing. We have to open up that backpack. See, the first thing you got to do is acknowledge what's there. Yeah. And we skip that. We skip that. That step. Yeah. The man with the withered hand, Jesus said, let me see it. Yeah you've got to acknowledge what's there. So you open up your backpack and you look in that backpack and you begin to kind of pull out what's in that backpack, all of those experiences. And you don't throw everything away. Please don't do that because you have a foundation, right? Yeah. So you look at everything in that backpack and you say, okay, this piece has served me well. It helps me make good decisions. It helps me love other people. I'm going to hold on to that. I'm going to put that back in my backpack, but this This piece right here, it continues to hurt me. It continues to bring division. It does not allow me to think good thoughts, good fruitful thoughts. So I'm going to put that aside Mm -hmm. through prayer, through counseling, through coaching, through whatever means works for you. You've got to go through that backpack determine what's in there and determine what serves you well and what you need to lay aside. And as we do that, and you got to do it over and over because you keep living, right? So you might do it when you're in college or when you're in your 20s or when you're younger, but honey, I'm 40 now and stuff has happened since 20, okay? So you got to go back in there and clean it out again so that you can serve well and not just serve well so you can live well.
0: Yes. Amen. Amen. Tell me about this start with you method. Tell me about yes. this. I want to get to this.
1: Yeah. So this is what. God gave me when I was going through those five months of just being sat aside. And I'm telling you, I've never been sat aside. I've been working since I was 12 years old. That's all I knew. That's what we do. That's where I came from. So I've never in my adulthood or teenage been without a job. Mm -hmm. And I sat aside for five months. And in that time, God really spoke to my spirit and gave me start with you. And the reason why we start with you is most of the time when we're talking about burnout or talking about our time, we focus on our task and our people. But if you keep your focus on your to-do list and your people, your life will always be run by your to-do list and other people. So we have to start with ourselves, your values, your energy, your motivation, your purpose, your priorities, and your sacrifices. All of that starts with me. And, And please notice that I started with your values. You have to know what's non negotiable for you because burnout will always come for what means the most to you first. So, what are you not willing to lose? What are you not willing to pay? Uh You know, for me, my husband, Rev J, my baby girl, I'm not willing. Yeah. Just not willing, drawing a line in the sand, not negotiable, not up for discussion, not going to happen. My relationship with God, not negotiable, right. not going to happen. My health and since I've, I'm not always stood on this. And that's what led me to burn out. That's what led me to lose. But now in this season of my life, I know that not only is it okay, but I am empowered to draw a line and say, this, this is where it stops. Here's what I won't pay. Right. Here's what I'm not willing to give up. So it starts with your values. And people always talk about, you know, building boundaries, but you cannot build a boundary if you don't know what you, you value. Know.
0: That's so true. Mm -hmm.
1: Your, your values will protect you. You know, I always say it's like a, a stone wall around an ancient city, right? Mm -hmm. So in the, in the cities in the Bible days, you didn't just roll up with your bag and say, Hey, I came to see my cousin. That's not how it worked. There was a wall that was several feet tall and a watchman on that wall. And you were not getting in unless the watchman let you in. And that's what happens when you use your values to create boundaries. You got a wall of protection, not to keep everything out, but you do use wisdom, discretion, and prayer in what you allow in and what you keep outside. So you got to start with your values. You got to know where your energy comes from. You got to refuel. You cannot keep giving from an empty bucket. It is not sustainable. It is not realistic and it's not fair. And whether you're giving to your own children or somebody else's children or in ministry or at work, you have to refill your bucket. So what are you doing? Where do you go to get back what you're giving out? So your energy, your motivation, what's your why? What drives you? What keeps you going? Why do you do it? And I always say, beware of the why traps. People pleasing, like you mentioned earlier. Competition, the Mm -hmm. pursuit of physical things. Beware of the why traps because those things pass away. They're not going to sustain you. So what is your why? Your purpose? What were you created to do? What's that magic, that secret sauce? Your priorities. You can have it all, but you can't have it all at the same time. So what, what are you called to do in this season? You know, so right now, both of us, we did P2P, we're doing command the stage. This is what we're called to do in this season. But that also means there are other things that we have to say no to. Those are your sacrifices. If we we're doing our podcast and we're doing all these things right now, there are other things that we have to say not right now, yes. set aside either for later or just not. Yes. And it's Okay. It's okay. What are you willing to sacrifice? So that's the starting with you journey that I take my clients through in order to disrupt the cycles of burnout, meaning let's cancel it. Let's not keep let's not get better and go back into it. Let's cancel burnout by starting with you.
0: Wow, that that's amazing. That that is um, truly amazing. And people, some people really need guides, you know, to help us like okay, identify what what are my boundaries like to pause and to think about it, because yeah. I I think that we don't stop to take a time to really assess ourselves and what's good for us, what gives us energy. But just pausing and even having someone like you walk help walk us through that path. I mean, that's so that's so helpful. That's like that's transformation right there. Your mm-hmm. whole life will be different. Just even knowing, OK, this is my boundaries. Yes. Wow. I love yeah. that. You reminded me of actually, it's kind of like a meditation scripture for this month that's been going with this. And you were saying just not to live your life based on your to-do list and like all the different things that you have to do. And I'm the type of person, I like to get things done. I like to accomplish it. I like to be able to check it off. But It would lead to either me not feeling a resolve in my soul because I didn't get everything done. So I began to learn how to really just allow myself not to be pulled, but to be led. And that's what the first episode of this month was about, being pulled versus being led, versus being pulled by all the different things that I had to do. But learning now to be led by God, okay, God, this is what... I need to get done this week. And I would just literally, he will give me the thought. He will give me an instruction. Okay, it's time to do this. Okay, I go and do that. Did I get everything checked off my list for that day? No, but I had a sense of resolve and peace because I know I did everything that God told me to do. Yes. And so this scripture is Philippians 4 and 4, 6 through 7. And we hear it a lot in the new King James version or NOT. it says, do not be anxious or, w- or worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and supplication. Well, the TPT version, I'm pulling that right now, the TPT version, I love what this says because this spoke to me, mm-hmm. but it says, don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing, be saturated in prayer throughout each day offering your faith-filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude tell him every detail of your life then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will make the answers known to you through Jesus Christ mm. i believe we all our souls we crave peace we just want peace and We think sometimes we may think that getting everything done will give us peace. Sometimes we think that if we do it all, it will give us a sense of peace. But it starts this scripture says, no, but you can't be worried. You can't be pulled. It's by you not being pulled. It's by you being led throughout your day and going to God throughout your day. How do I do this? What do you want me to do here? Mm-hmm. Telling him every detail. That is when you can have peace, because, like you said, you're now you're tapping into that part of where it's not me, mm-hmm. it's you, God. That's it's right, you God working through me, and that is the way that we can live in peace. Amen. Amen. So I wanted to, towards the end of our podcast, we always have like a little section where we do confessions for the soul. And this month I've been doing confessions for the anxious soul, but I want Dr. PBJ to have the opportunity to give us some confessions, confessions that you speak over your life or that you feel that, you know, the listeners listening, how they would benefit some things that they can say. And I will repeat those confessions after you.
1: Yes, yes. And thank you for this opportunity to share. And as I prayed and reflected on what I might share as a confession today, I hope it's okay. But Psalm 23. is what came to me especially considering our conversation today and you know it's so interesting it's probably the first scripture that I learned as a child the first scripture that I memorized but in my adulthood just kind of let it go as as the scripture that you memorize but this scripture has been feeding my soul Mm. and it's been such a reminder for me in recent weeks and recent days so I would like to share that today and we can repeat it or say it together, however you want to do it. But
0: okay. It,
1: okay, let's do that. If you would just repeat after me, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want."
0: The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. He makes me to lie
1: down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters.
0: He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters.
1: He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake.
0: He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the
1: shadow of death, I will fear no evil.
0: Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. For thou art
1: with me. Thy rod and thy staff they comfort
0: me. Thou rod and thou staff they comfort me.
1: Thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemies.
0: Thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemies.
1: Thou anointest my head
0: with oil; my cup runneth over. Thou anointest my head with oil; my cup runneth over. Surely goodness
1: and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life.
0: Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life.
1: And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
0: And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dr. PBJ.
1: Thank you so much for having
0: me. So that was my conversation with Dr. PBJ. Did you not love that? I did. I was so blessed by her words. One of the things she said was, overwhelm is the whisper, but burnout is the demand. Either you choose to listen to the whisper or you have to bow to the demand. Wow. Wow. Are you going to choose to listen to what is going on in your soul. We have to start with us, you guys. This is not about getting everything right on the outside to make our insides feel better. It's literally saying, let me pause and see what's going on in my soul. And if there's no peace there, if there's unrest there, I have to stop and deal with it. We recognize it, but then we do something about it. What is your tale? Dr. PBJ's tell is that playlist, that song that goes on in her head. And she made me think about how, you know, sometimes when I'm around the office, I'm singing, like, and I think I have that same playlist going on too. I wake up and my mind is already on a song. So that would probably be my tell as well. When that's when I don't have that song. What about you? What is your tell? What is it that shows that shows you when you're no longer at rest. Well, I encourage you to find out what that is, if there's any whispers in your soul that you may have I- been ignoring and to check out Dr. PBJ's podcast, Heartwork with PBJ. Also, you can follow her on Facebook at Patrice Buckner Jackson on Instagram, Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson or just head over to our website and get all the goodness on her at patricebucknerjackson.com. All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. Until next week. Bye-bye.